I'm hot. Sam. Yeah. Sam! <laughs> I'm getting sweat pits. This is ridiculous. We can't have sweat pits. God forbid. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm Bridget Pettacy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of March 14th to March 20th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, and the unicorns... I'm going to turn that into an 80s song. I love it when people in the comments are like, please stop singing. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get started, please subscribe to Phetasy.com. We had a huge influx of you last week. We love you. It's great in there. You get the unedited version of this on Sundays. You also get a gym if you're a lady and feel like working out with either the morning group or the afternoon group. There are two segments now. I'm in the afternoon group. You get to post pictures of your dogs and and you also get to just be yourself. So join us, Phetasy.com. And honestly, I'm good. I say this because I want to hire Maggie and Sam so we can do more of this for you full time. So the more of you who contribute, the sooner I can hire these two and we can just be doing this all day long every day. So if you want more Dumpster Fire, you're going to have to pony up. Also, I'm raising my rates in a couple months. So get in while you can because you'll be grandfathered. At the very low discount. (laughs) (laughs) She's so excited. She's spitting. (laughs) So excited. The discount bargain rate of $5 a month. A month. Come on. You're getting a lot for $5 a month. Let me tell you. cheaper than a latte. There are even some feet pictures. And then you just get, you know, we do live chats. We do drop-ins, welcomes. It's awesome. It's so fun in there. Troll in exile. The Washington Post made a correction to a January report about a phone call between then-President Donald Trump and a Georgia elections investigator. The paper admitted multiple quotes attributed to Trump were inaccurate. That was like a whole big news story that he basically said, find the fraud. And they are now walking it back. That's Uh like a huge correction to make and a huge mistake to make. And no one has any accountability. No one's going to be held accountable. Washington Post, New York Times hasn't corrected theirs. I don't think CNN has corrected theirs. It's just zero accountability. They can basically just lie and get away with it. And I think the only reason they even had to correct this is because somebody did a story on it. Well, there was a recording that came out. Right, the recording, the audio came came out. out. Uh And if you can get to Fulton, you're going to find things that are going to be unbelievable, the, the dishonesty. And I'm very honored that, that you called. You have the most important job in the country right now. I mean, Jesus Christ. It should be journalistic malpractice to even be doing that. People should lose their jobs. They should come out and say, we apologize. We made this huge mistake. Nothing. Nothing. Uh I mean, the only reason we're covering this, and it says a lot that we are still talking about stupid Trump in exile, but all these stories are coming out now, and the only reason we're covering it is because no one else will. We're doing the Lord's work over here. (laughs) Keeping these people accountable. It's funny because Trump revealed the whole game. He just, like, revealed the whole show. They're going to be analyzing how he pulled back the curtain on all of the democratic media complex and they pulled it back on themselves for like the next 40 years yeah and i would say not even on the democratic media complex just on a lot of a a lot more than that right well just the hypocrisy and everyone being full of shit and i mean he did it to the right too i was saying you can't 
be a Christian evangelical Christian who is supportive of a guy who cheated on his wife and necessarily really get to maintain the moral high ground anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you if you aren't applying your principles evenly, they're just garbage. No one has any credibility. No one. No one has any credibility. Except for us. Except Sarah for Dempsey Bridget. <laughs> We take ourselves very seriously here <laughs> and our journalistic work. Journalistic integrity. <laughs> sometimes we read the articles about which we talk. Our journalistic integrity means sometimes we read past the headlines. Old in chief. Joe Biden falls three times stumbling upstairs of Air Force One. This was sad. Oh. I didn't even want to cover it, but of course it made the rounds. Again. Just reveals the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. If Trump slipped when he was going down a ramp, everyone was like, invoke the 25th Amendment. We must get him out of here. He's clearly unfit to rule. And then Biden can just be like clearly deteriorating. And he probably tripped and then felt embarrassed. And, you know, you get up fast and you're trying to recover and you're old. And then DJ TJ did that whole video. Keep it classy, DJ TJ. It's so petty. Everything's so petty. I do think Biden's not doing great, though. Please leave us your Kamala in chief title suggestions. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please leave us your. Co- it's just gonna be ch- cop Police in chief. In chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, captain in chief. I was gonna say something really mean, and I didn't mm. say it. I was gonna say pig in chief. Bridget's <laughs> oh. burning wow. the bacon. <laughs> Then we've got dozens of young White House staffers have been suspended or asked to resign due to past marijuana use. This is such bullshit because they basically said, hey, tell us what your drug history was and we won't care if you smoked marijuana. And then they did. And then they fired five of them who were from states where it was legal and they confessed it on their background check. This is just like a cop to do this. This is some cop shit. It's like there's a cop in the White House. It's almost like there's a cop working in the White House. (laughs) Oh, wow. Shocking that a guy who basically escalated the drug war every step of the way for the past 50 years and a cop would make this decision and be for the drug war. I can't believe it. Here's my shock face. (laughs) Wouldn't you want people who are actually honest about that shows honesty and integrity? Wouldn't you want that? It's for people who work for politics, Maggie. Maggie. They're like, you f***ing idiots didn't lie. That's why they're out of there. (laughs) (laughs) We can't trust you with our secrets. (laughs) Like, clearly we can't trust you guys to be liars, so you're out of here. By the way, Biden's freaking son has been smoking crack for like 20 years. (laughs) Never spent a day in jail. And he's just trolling around. He's probably going to be their next drug czar. Maybe if the employees were smoking crack, Biden would have let it slide. There are now over 13,000 unaccompanied minors in U.S. custody. 13,000? Like 13 with three zeros. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. That seems like way worse than it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems like way worse than it was, you guys. What they meant by no more kids in cages is there's going to be so many more kids in cages than ever before. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
And then there was this headline from the New York Times and it said something about, you know, all these kids crossing the border and it ended in, and said even as young as one years old. And then I just had this image of like this unaccompanied one year old crossing the border by himself. Thousands of them. Yeah, just like toddling. There were like toddlers. these swarms of unaccompanied minors. Little toddlers. They're like dee, 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 with little Biden onesies. I mean, I, I don't know what they're supposed to do because there are just like kids being sent to try and get into the country and I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation it's it's a genuine crisis I'll take one of those one-year-olds <laughs> I'll take that one kid un- unaccompanied minor he's obviously pretty crafty we need an intern <laughs> <laughs> we do need an intern has anyone checked on Adina Menzel's son I'm sure he's traumatized oh boy no more kids in cages mommy uh she's like <laughs> <laughs> and where the heck is AOC down there in her whites with her crying and her red lipstick by the gates? This is just a dumpster fire callback episode. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. And speaking of dumpster fire callbacks, you should like, subscribe, and comment, and touch my bells and buttons. And also, go back and binge watch every single dumpster fire, and then synthesize them and write a book report and send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> If you could just do a synopsis of every episode and what we cover, that would be great that we could search a searchable document. Are you a college kid who's not in college because it's all on lockdown? And has no interest in getting paid any money whatsoever. (laughs) But really loves this show. We have an opportunity for you. Watch all of our shows and take notes. Anyway. Just just hit the just hit the like or subscribe button. That's really all we want. That sounds a lot easier now, doesn't it? Tell your damn friends. <laughs> yeah. Tell your dang friends too. California. Gavin Newsom blames Proud Boys and QAnon for recall campaign. Well, I have been called a proud girl, and Sam is holding up the QAnon faction of this show. So maybe they weren't completely wrong. I love that there's always someone to blame. I mean, not that he would come out and be like, you're right, I totally destroyed this state, but he just is trying to blame this like a right-wing conspiracy. It's just like what Cuomo's doing, being like, it's the Republicans and the women who And wanna... cancel culture. Yeah. I can't believe no one sees through him. How did his hair get him that far in politics? It can't be just that. It was, you know, being friends with the Gettys and, and related to Nancy Pelosi. These guys are pieces of... Dirt. (laughs) S-H-I-T. No screaming on roller coasters under California's COVID-19 plan. We don't need to say anything about this other than Sam made a brilliant little ditty for us to represent (laughs) what is going on in this country and mostly this state. For your enjoyment. Spring Breakers pack the beach at South Padre Island. Morons! Morons! Yeah! Woo-hoo! Spring Break! Woohoo! Spring Break forever! Spring Break! Spring Break! Spring Break! Open up! No mask! They have the only vaccine that matters to their age group, the HPV vaccine. So I think they're okay.
Why did HPV get such a good rebrand anyway? Yeah, right. It was genital warts back in my day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> That's what inspired this outfit. Genital warts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking back on it, that's where the theme for this dumpster fire came from. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to dress like they did when they called it genital warts. <laughs> I think I did a great job. You did. I feel like I really nailed it. You got a pink top uh, and a purple scrunchie. What you got more cut you out watch? shoulders. Yeah. This is all, yeah. It's the genital warts look. <laughs> they did do a good job rebranding it, though. HPV sounds a lot better. I was better. like, does this outfit and eyeshadow say I have genital warts? I, it does. Because <laughs> that's really the look I'm going for. I nailed it. Herpes needs a rebranding. They could use some, some vaccines and, like, a nice rebrand. Call it HSV. They'll be like, oh, did you get the HSV vaccine? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, herpes definitely needs a rebrand. Make herpes as cool as HPV. It's kind of bullshit, though. I mean, genital warts gets to just go off and be all cool, (laughs) get a vaccine. (laughs) Everybody's dancing down in South Padre Island. Bumping their their elbows and getting elbow genital warts. Ew. <laughs> Somehow elbow genital warts sounds a lot worse. Where are they sticking those elbows? <laughs> we'll move on now. Sam! <laughs> I was supposed to have a good, innocent, sweet... Little dumpster fire today, and you've taken that for me. R.I.P. Prince Philip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Just kidding. He's not dead. In case you were worried for a moment, which I'm sure you are. Surely you are not concerned about Prince Philip. But did you see these pictures of him coming back from the hospital? They shouldn't have let him out of the hospital. Oh, my God. It was so bad. He looks like he's dead. Yeah. He looks like they just stole like an ugly wax figure and they're like, let's, he looks terrified, first of all. Yeah. He's like, where am I? What's happening? I'm modding myself when I turn 80. <laughs> I took the tablets an hour ago. I'll be gone by midnight. Age gracefully and mod yourself. <laughs> 80 years old, cutting it off. It, what's going to be fucked up is if he dies like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> And then we air this when the world is in mourning for him. <laughs> it just, it will happen to us. It just goes to show you if you have like tons of money and jack shit to do, you can live until you're 100 years old. He worked really hard. Like he made like tons of appearances and was on the board of like 800 charities and did all sorts of traveling and like actually kind of worked his ass off. That's true. He worked hard, but he never dressed himself. <laughs> He hasn't dressed himself in like freaking 80 years since he was like 26 and became the whatever he is, Prince. The Prince Consort. The Prince Consort. I think I figured out the secret to longevity. (laughs) It's not dressing yourself. It's clearly too stressful and it takes years off your life. I shall do it no longer. (laughs) I could have two different meanings. Half your audience just got really excited. That just means you're going to become a nudist. (laughs) (laughs) I would if I could. I know. Because I hate dressing myself. All right, then we have cool science shit. You know who else almost died this week? Every single person on Earth. 
An asteroid has a close encounter with Earth the days after discovery. I'm not comfortable with how many of these flybys were catching after the fact. I want notice. If I don't get at least two weeks notice that we're going to all be caught in some fiery blaze of chaos and disruption so that I can go live my dreams of getting heroin for two weeks straight, being in a in a drug-induced stupor when the world ends, I'm going to be pissed. I'm seriously like, if I knew the world was going to be destroyed by an asteroid, I'd be like, uh, let me try some of that heroin. <laughs> I'll get enough for all of us. And then they're going to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> that would be my life. It was like, a satellite. Close encounter. By. Oh, that was a little too close for comfort, but we were all spared. And then I'm just a heroin addict. <laughs> all three of us are. All right. <laughs> Capitalism always wins. A New York City man sells fart for $85 cashing in on NFT craze. Now, to be clear, this is an audiophile of a fart, not an actual fart in a jar or anything like that. We're living in a fucking South Park, I swear to God. Oh, this is ridiculous. No. I mean, A, this is what happens when you lock people up for a year. <laughs> they start figuring out ways to sell their farts and you take away their livelihood. What else are the people supposed to do, huh? It was like a group chat of farts and the guys were saying they could identify each other's farts by the yeah, end Yeah, they it. all just started farting and sending it audio files to each other and then decided to put it into like a big file and try and sell it. Out. Now it's an NFT, which we explained brilliantly last <laughs> week for those of you who don't know what that is. There's going to be a fart room on Clubhouse. Yeah. Competing is. with the whale moan room and the cats in heat room. That's oh, gonna boy. be when I'm like, you know what? Never mind. Give me some. Give hair. me some. <laughs> <laughs> A fart room on Clubhouse is basically just Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of wind bags. Nice. Then we have Kanye is now worth six point six billion dollars, making him the richest black person in U.S. history. Capitalism always wins. That's just what this proves. And you know what else it proves? Crazy also always wins, which means I'm going to be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a billionaire. That's what this is proof of. If Kanye can do it, I can, even though he's a crazy genius. My next stop is to make shoes that look like laundry baskets. <laughs> laundry baskets. Hope. She's always stepping out my lines. <laughs> he's a billionaire for shoes that look like laundry baskets. And these dudes are selling farts, and we're so poor. We're here singing and dancing and doing all sorts of things for your entertainment. What more do you people need from us? Where's my billion dollars, huh? Where's my billion dollars? <laughs> it feels so good to just go absolutely crazy with you and for you. Because I know everyone's sitting there going, this guy's selling farts! <laughs> <laughs> And I will do it for you so you don't have to have that meltdown and lose your job on Monday morning. <laughs> and if you want it more, you can subscribe to Fetacy.com. You can see the joke that Sam made that made, that me. made us both cry. I think That's I like blushed. the most inappropriate joke I've ever heard. Think, I'm pretty sure I blushed <laughs> to match my to match shirt, shirt and my eyeshadow. You're welcome. <laughs> No, Sam. <laughs> no I one is thanking no you one for that thanking joke. thanking you other than your little fan club on <laughs> fetacy.com. They we, love me. We all learned just how dark your mind is. <laughs> yep. 
Game of Stunks. Wall Street Bets donated over $350,000 to gorilla conservation. The Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund noticed the influx of funds and added Apes Together Strong on their website. Apes Together Strong. I love these little rascals so much. I think it's over 400000 now. I mean, I just wanted to highlight this because these guys, and th- this little group of rascals seems like really good people and they do good things with their money. And they're like helping pay off people's bills and helping pay off loans and buying their parents' houses. And now they're rescuing apes. I mean, what more? What more do we need? They are the heroes we need and the heroes we deserve. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love these little rascals. Never woke enough. In an attempt to cancel Bill Burr after the Grammys, some verified blue check dude, Claiborne Griffin, tweeted, While I'm not suggesting Bill Burr is a racist, a white man having a non-white wife can sometimes be a sign of racism. So you shouldn't assume someone isn't racist just because they own a minority sex servant. They may very well have one because they're racist. Okay. This guy, there's so many things here. A, they try and cancel Bill Burr like once a quarter and you can't do it. He's, he is not cancelable. He's Bill Burr. He's just been saying inappropriate, hilarious for decades and no one's canceling him. Secondly, I'm not sure that this guy is not a troll because otherwise that is a lot of projecting or truly someone whose brain has been broken by critical theory. Like this mm-hmm. this is what critical theory does to your brain when you constantly take it in and then suddenly you're a white person projecting your ideas of like the fact that this woman is a minority sex slave into the world. Like you type that. I, I cannot believe it's real. But Nia, Bill's wife, quote tweeted that and then she was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> And it went viral. Uh-huh. Bitch, shut the fuck up is the only way to respond to any of this kind of nonsense. It's it's the only way I'm going to be responding to any of it from now on. <laughs> when you're like, hey, maybe you should uh, take responsibility and, and get out of your own way and do something to make yourself better. And it's like, actually, you know, that's an imperialist thing that you're saying. Words of personal responsibility and math and reading our colonial efforts to suppress i'll be like bitch shut the fuck up (laughs) dumpster diving what's next in the dumpster (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) lenny kravitz how old is this man 56 holy crap he obviously does not dress himself. <laughs> I've, he's definitely not undressing himself. I'll tell you that. Hey. He's got like a harem of women who dresses him every morning. Yeah, I do. I just see like a harem around him at all times. I mean, honestly, though, come on. That's not just money. That's effort. Yeah. That's and hard eating work. well. And yeah, look at those abs. That's ridiculous. Got an eight pack and cum gutters. Yeah. What? Cum gutters. The the line oh, yes. that's down your is that like the, Michael Malice always you, talks about yeah, them. He was talking about them on her yeah. yeah. I was on Michael Malice, you're welcome. We'll get to that. But yeah, he always talks about how he's he had cum gutters and that's the term. So gross. <laughs> oh. Oh, Logan, oh up to my elbows is <laughs> Little Miss is feeling all squeamish now. Suddenly, somebody got proper on us. I'm sorry. 
Matthew McConaughey is flirting with a run for governor, but his politics remain a mystery. The actor hasn't voted in a primary since at least 2012 and has never donated to a Texas or federal campaign. He said that he that people needed to be aggressively centrist. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey. It looks like we have a leader for our politically homeless tribe. All right, all right, all right. Yes. Yeah. He can totally be our leader. He can be our leader, even if we have no idea what he stands for. It's just like us. (laughs) (laughs) This is right on brand. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we must be aggressively centrist. I don't know what that means. Neither do we, but we're going to all just sit here on the fence and laugh at everyone. (laughs) Well, well, Burns, how freaking rich and bored do you have to be to want to get into politics? I mean, you've got that's like next level. Yeah. I can't imagine being that rich or bored that yeah. I would be like, you know what? Think I'm going to run for governor Ugh. because inevitably you're going to fall into the storm that is politics. Yeah, it's all downside. I don't understand the upside. No, I mean, people all go into politics thinking they can change it and then they all come out changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be Ted Cruz in 10 years. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. All right. How you doing? Hannity thought he was still on commercial break and ended up vaping alive on his show. (laughs) I didn't think there was anything less sexy than a man vaping, and then I saw Hannity vaping. I was like, (laughs) I was wrong. There is something less sexy than a man vaping. It's Hannity. Oh, you've crushed the illusion that you're a good person, Hannity. I'll never be the same. (laughs) Up until this moment, I thought you were pure. Such a role model. <laughs> Cardi B and Megan the Stallion's racy performance of WAP at the Grammys sparks controversy. I was like, inject the conservative commentary directly <laughs> into my veins when I saw that. I just, hey, it is crazy. It's crazy to me because this is the Grammys and it's supposed to be like respectable. And it's basically a strip show. Yeah. I mean, full on. But I feel like I got shafted because I was born too old. I missed out on the young generation who doesn't have to learn how to read or do math because it's racist and gets to believe that they can be a stripper when they grow up and make millions of dollars and still be oppressed by the patriarchy. (laughs) I grew up with the lame feminists who taught you that you had to go to work and be a part of the rat race and call guys out when they grab your butt. (laughs) 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 And tries to ban porn. That's who I grew up with. The lame feminists. Oh, I didn't even get the bra burning feminists. I got like the in betweeners. The nine to five feminists. Yeah, I got the like, what was that movie with Melanie Griffith? Yeah, or working, working girl. girl. <laughs> I got the working girl feminists. Where suddenly now you can't squeeze a little cheek in the middle of the break room. <laughs> <laughs> but you must wear a suit with shoulder pads in it. <laughs> This is how I'm That's fighting how back against the patriarchal <laughs> shoulder pads. Now I could dress like a stripper and be in the copy room yeah. and be oppressed by the patriarchy. Excuse me, I'm being oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> like that Monty Python. Come and see the violence inherent in the system. Help, help, I'm being repressed. Being oppressed by the system. Help, As I'm help. like twerking in the break room. <laughs> and they're like, um... You're distracting everybody with your twerking, Bridget. I'll be like, this is the boot of the patriarchy. (laughs) What's funny is that last week we were covering Pepe Le Pew being bad for the children. 
And this week, we are lifting Cardi B up as a role model to them all. If you ask the majority of 12-year-olds if they knew who Pepe Le Pew was, they'd be like, no. What 12-year-old now knows Pepe Le Pew? Other than like if they heard about it because their conservative dad was ranting (laughs) after watching Hannity covering it. Everything is so dumb. Everything is so dumb. It's too many paradoxes for the brain to handle because it's too many contradicting things you're supposed to hold all at the same time. These are like completely irrational and illogical. And you're supposed to be like, yes, the world is filled with systemic sexism and racism and people are being oppressed. And also, Cardi B is a role model to us all and a multimillionaire and is winning Grammys. And is a product of that system. Yeah. Something is not. I believe someone made up a word for these, like, doubled back on themselves ironies. I believe that's what we call a fetish. Breaking Bridget. <laughs> Alexi McCammond. I'm teen- freezing. Sam! <laughs> Excuse me, Lenny. Thank you. My hands are very chilly. I will now live until I'm 100 years old. And I will look like Lenny Kravitz. Thanks, Sam. Breaking Bridget. Alexi McCammond, Teen Vogue's new editor-in-chief, exits days before beginning her job after backlash over old racist tweets. She had to come out and apologize, and this is an example of how our culture is extremely unforgiving. There's no grace. I can't stand this stuff. She's a beautiful, talented young black woman. She made some racist tweets 10 years ago when she was a teenager, and now she's being fired for them. It's, I, I mean, <laughs> before she even began God, the internet didn't exist when we were teenagers. I would like to apologize for being a teenager. I should have just skipped that and gone straight to being adult. I hope you will all forgive me. I mean, if I, if I, my God, there would be no Bridget <laughs> on the line if there was Bridget on the line as a teen. No, no. I mean, there's no, there's no forgiveness. There's no like fresh start. There's no, you know. Well, by I the way, from my mistakes, and I'm a better person for it. I love how they act. They always say in these articles, even in the New York Times one, they said when racist tweets resurfaced. I'm like, they didn't resurface like a dead body in a lake. Uh-huh. Like they were dug up like a dead body in a, a in shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> She even said in her apology, too, that she apologized for these tweets years ago. Yeah, this she is did. like Kevin Hart. It's like, how many times do you have to apologize for something and say, I was young, I was stupid, I tweeted something, and now I've learned from it, and now she's at Teen Vogue, which is like the wokest place ever. And by the way, the irony of Anna Wintour firing someone for being racist firing a black woman for, for being, being racist, racist is freaking and homophobic is hilarious to me why are we holding people burning them at the stake for things that they said at a time when it was still okay to joke about those things and now they've learned from that and said i've learned times have changed as well and then they get canceled this is why i loved adrian appalucci's yeah, album, a comedy album, Baby yeah. Skeletons, because it was so irreverent and she just made the jokes yeah. you're not allowed to make anymore. Yeah. And it was 
fucking hilarious. Yeah. If you aren't familiar with Adrian Apologia, I want to take this moment to introduce you to my favorite comedian in the world. She is a genius. She deserves to get as much attention as all of the best male comedians. I don't know why she's not a household name. She is truly the funniest woman I've ever seen and heard. And go get her album, Baby Skeletons. If you can afford to buy it, buy it so she gets some money. You can stream it. You can see it anywhere. But it. I was on the plane listening <laughs> to this album, annoying people around me. I was laughing so hard. I just, was on a walk, just like bursting out into and laughter. And you don't even like stand-up comedy. <laughs> no, I don't really listen to stand-up. And yeah. I don't really like follow it. But this was hilarious. Because it's refreshing. She hits like somebody in the fantasy community said she she hits every third rail. You know, she, she hits just all of them. Fearless. Mm-hmm. Fearless. She's amazing. I love her. Please check her out. We're, we don't have a sponsor this week, so I'm donating my my space to Adrian, who deserves all of the spaces. Uh-huh. And hopefully someday I will convince her to come right for this show. I know. When we have like a real show. I was like, why isn't she <laughs> making millions of dollars? I don't know. She should she be. She should be. So anyway, cancel culture is real when people don't say this. And... It's sad because this young woman lost this opportunity. It's going to follow her around. And then what happens is when something like this happens, so many articles are written about this thing happening. And now this thing that happened will follow her for the rest of her life. There's no path to redemption. There's no path to, hey, I did this years ago. I learned from it years ago when I apologized for it. And now it's given me a perspective on. No. At least during the Inquisition, you had a chance. Uh-huh. There's no chance in this Inquisition. There was a chance for salvation. Yeah, you could repent. In the woke Inquisition, there's no chance. There's nothing you can say. There's no way. And now we have the internet is glorious for your palate cleansing experience. Yo, what up? Did you get the Pfizer or the Moderna? <coughs> I got the Johnson & Johnson. Oh, uh, you gotta go to the bathroom? Oh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, you're looking for your friend? No, no, shut the show. Nah, I'll be around. My mom always like, do it again and I'll take your tablet away. Do it, mom. Take my tablet away. What are you going to do? Entertain me and play dolls with me? Uh, Fetacy News. This week on the podcast, Walk-Ins Welcome, I was very excited to talk to Cherie DeVille. She is everyone's favorite internet stepmom, uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we had a great conversation. People are just loving it. Yeah. It yeah. was I loved that one. It was so fun. Great, She's fun seriously to like to. the most grounded porn star I've ever <laughs> talked to in my entire life. I know, and she busts through all these like myths and stereotypes of in your mind of what you might think about a porn star. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. It was awesome. She's great, and you should definitely subscribe to her OnlyFans, but only after you subscribe to us at fantasy.com. <laughs> Don't go ponying up for the porn star when you're jerking off to this <laughs> every week um i can see why her only fans might win in this yeah. battle <laughs> you're jerking off mentally okay you're getting your rocks off but you get feet pics at fetacy.com now you're gonna have to seriously start posting many feet pics because we keep promising them over people get really weirded out when i do it because i guess they're like oh my god do you know that people are jerking off to that i'm like people jerk off to all kinds of stuff Uh Mm uh-huh people are jerking off to karen in the background (laughs) (laughs) she's still not wearing pants And to Sammy Flaps and Folds, sad Persian girls. <laughs> Just to Sammy Flaps and Folds names. And they flaps and folds. Uh, mm. 
people are probably jerking off to that Lenny Kravitz picture. Oh, yeah. I'll be jerking <laughs> off to it. <laughs> people are going to jerk off to that. Off Everyone's to jerking off. Fantasy.com. Let's have a circle jerk. <laughs> There are no circle jerks on medicine.com, <laughs> just to be clear on what we're selling. I was on Michael Malice's podcast. You're welcome. I love talking to Michael. It goes by in an instant. He's a great interviewer, and you can find out why he thinks that I belong in a petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to fetacy.com in case you didn't get the memo yet. Please join us. It's super fun. If you like what we're doing, make it so that we can do more of it. And the more of you that do that, the sooner we'll be able to do that. And that will be awesome because then we can just do a dumpster fire every day, which is really what I want to do. And if you want to see the unedited version with all of the chaos and the dogs and Sammy's disgusting (laughs) X-rated jokes... Jeez Louise, Sam. I thought you were the innocent one. And it uh, turns right? out, dirtiest right? one of us all. Like your dirty old grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. com for merch. Hey, join Team Fetacy. We've got it. We've got sweatshirts. We've got beanies, mugs, stickers. You guys love the stickers. I love the stickers too. New Politically Homeless t-shirts. We have a special edition t-shirt we're running for the rest of the month. It is the Dumpster Fire Rock and Roll edition and we are actually more than halfway out of it. So get it while you can and then it's going to be gone. If you don't want to subscribe to another thing or you have so many subscriptions, just Donate to our PayPal. There is a link right down below. We will appreciate it if you appreciate us. Thank you to Zen Pro Audio for the mic. I love this mic. If you need anything audio related, go to zenproaudio.com. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of the research and the jokes. We can't do this without Better Fetacy, and you can't get through a week without their humor on Twitter. So go follow Better Fetacy, who will eventually be taking over my Twitter account. Thank you. Sam, for all of the jokes. My pleasure. And for dressing me. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Better be your pleasure. It's my pleasure. I love to do it so much. Go follow Sam on Instagram and Twitter and all the places online. She's also in Fetacy.com. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you for another lovely dumpster fire. <laughs> thank you, patrons. Thank you, supporters. Thank you, viewers. Any any attention you give us is we're great. We're grateful for it. Honestly, we love the community that has been popping up around this show. They're wild. They're bonkers. They're hilarious. Everybody's free. It's just super fun and light. And I really appreciate you guys. I see. I see all of you. I see you. I see you. Just like in. That stupid movie that I hated. I see you. Thank you, James Cameron. <laughs> this has been your dumpster fire for the week of March 14th to March 20th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. Sam. <laughs>